Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Hey, everyone, this is Liz. And this is Andressa. We are so excited to announce that our virtual summit is coming up on June 12th. Woo! This is our <laughs> second... <laughs> This is our second annual virtual summit, and it's more than a summit. This is going to be an absolute experience to, to be part of, because we are not just going to be you know, planning speakers, amazing speakers, by the way, but we're going to be doing so much more than that. Uh, I want to really highlight that we're focused on three pillars, giving you content and, and information around real estate investing, around business, and around mindset and self-care, our three pillars of what we do in the investor organization. Not only do we have an amazing kind of speaker lineup that's covering topics from lead generation, social media, raising money, creative financing. I used to think working from home was the dream until it wasn't. Between the distractions and the solitude, I was struggling. But then I discovered Industrious Office. And honestly, it's been a game changer. Every day at Industrious feels like stepping into a zone of productivity. The high-speed internet never fails me during crucial moments. And the workspace? It's not only stylish, but designed to boost your focus and creativity. Plus, the daily breakfast and endless coffees are super cool. Meeting other driven professionals right where I work has not just expanded my network, it's inspired me. It's amazing how being around other focused people can push you to achieve more, you know what I mean? If you're looking for a sign to change your workspace, this is it. Check out Industrious by visiting biggerpockets.com industrious. Then click join now and use the promo code pockets to get a free week of co-working when you take a tour. That's biggerpockets.com industrious and use promo code pockets after clicking join now. Experience for yourself how the right environment can change the way you work. Industrious, it's where your best work happens. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. But we actually also have tons of like bonus material of people talking of amazing women talking about strategies around land flipping and Airbnb in a box and much, much more. Exactly. And as we said, this is going to be an experience and we're going to have a pre-event for you guys to enjoy each other. Accountability groups, live mastermind and networking. So we're, we thought about everything that you need and we are putting everything in one day. So share with other women, please share with other women that might benefit from being part of our community and part of this event. So all the information is going to be below. I will see you soon. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investors Show for another mini-sode uh, that was my that was my attempt at trying to sing, <laughs> but but I'm going to stick to what I'm good at because um, I don't oh sing. God. But anyway, we do these mini sods all, and it's all about really uh, getting very very deep 
going very brief because we try to do these around 10 minutes. Yep. And we're trying to also come to the table with something we add value around. So I don't think you'll ever be hearing me talk about construction management. Okay, I'm not going to do a mini soda on that. Andressa probably will because she's much more geared towards sharing that 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 quality of information. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to share what I can share and, and add value where I can. And then in the meantime, right, as we build our community, our investor community, we're really building a lot of great experts of women knowing a lot of different things. So without further ado, Andressa. Okay, what do you got today? All right, what do I have? So, you know, so many times people uh, you know, grow a portfolio and they don't stop to think about what those learned lessons were mm. and then sharing that with other people. Okay. The good, the bad, the ugly, the mistakes. And so I found, I learn best when I learn from someone else's experience that's been through it, literally, yeah. right? So like a shortcut, right? Like a shortcut, exactly. So I'm going to share some learned lessons. There's probably a lot more than I'm going to share with you today, <laughs> but I'm going to share with you some key ones that we, um, that I've learned uh, being, you know, as we, we've scaled from a duplex, uh, you know, 15 years ago to, you know, uh, the last uh, building we purchased last year was around 300 units. So, you know, and th that's not a linear, a linear um, <laughs> path. Oh, but I, I, I share that because it's like, oh, that's really, that's so nice. And then this and this and no, our path was like ups and downs, twists and turns. So that's what I wanted to share just simply with you of some key lessons learned, things mm. that I wish I knew when we started. Oh, so nice. First one I want to share is all about the market. And I, I, you know, as new investors, people get so focused on the property, you know, the actual deal, the actual property, the actual project. And I know for us, when we started, I didn't know anything about the markets that we were investing in. Now, shame on us, right? Because it's like, I think about myself 15 years ago and I had, I'm like, how did how did you, why did you do that? You know, and you ask, you kind of start judging yourself. Don't judge yourself. Um, but you really got to be clear on the market, meaning you have to put the market even over the property and over the project because mm -hmm. the market, you can only participate in a market. You cannot control a market. And there's been markets that my husband and I have gone into thinking we really had a lot more ability to change than we did and could. Mm. And that's a big thing to get, you know, and I, and especially if you want to revitalize certain areas and, and geographical areas, that's amazing, but you cannot do it alone. Not a whole community and not a whole city, if you will. So I wish we put markets over the property early on. And, and as we've grown our portfolio, the market becomes the most important thing to analyze, to get a sense of, and then you can really make some really good decisions around the actual property. So I'm um, also a big fan of under the radar growing markets. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of a market that's like, you know, 15 years away from being something, but a market that's kind of like a sub market, maybe like, like a, a half hour from a really hot market. I outside wish I knew the bubble. That. Yeah, right outside the bubble. I wish I knew that when we started, really do. That would have been really helpful to know that, that tip and that insight when we started. But we really looked at what we can afford, quite honestly. Um, which is not always the best way to start, but hey, you get started and you get going. You can't judge yourself. Make That's number work. one. Hey, you make it work. Um, number two is uh, number two is really getting a sense of your customers. I don't think when we got started and growing up a portfolio, we were even thinking about our customers. Who are we? Who are our tenants? Who are we serving? Who do we want to serve? From the perspective of you know, they're it's like customers, right? And and really thinking about it in that sense. I, I, again, it was almost like, oh, tenants come with a rental by default. You don't even realize how important it is to study who you're serving and how to best serve them. And so that was something that I think we learned as we went. 
but really to know them inside and out. I mean, even from the perspective of what they want in terms of amenities at various properties. The property we, we went down and visited recently, um, and I can't take full credit for it, um, but you know, my husband was looking at it and we were talking about it a bit, but he, he noticed people playing soccer all the time. You know, on the streets, like literally, like lots of people playing soccer at this particular complex in the southeast. And he said, "Well, they were going to do, um, they were going to put some other amenities and spend the dollars in another way." And said, "No, we're going to put a soccer field in here." And that was the first time I ever put an actual soccer field at a building, and it was a larger building. But it, we gave out soccer balls. I mean, what a tenant appreciation, tenant good feel thing to I do. People, the probably Brazilians. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, you got to know your customer. What do they need and want? And now you have so many people who are so thankful of that and so grateful. Um, so point being is know your tenants. I didn't realize how important that is. Uh, we got to know that. The, the third learn lesson is finding deals. Obviously, that's mm -hmm. probably the most challenging part to, to any sort of real estate investing venture. However, you have to know, like, go all in in one or two strategies, Um, you can do direct mail. You can drive for drive for the prop. You know, drive around and look for properties. Um, you can do letters, direct camp, direct mail campaigns. The way we the way we kind of grew our business was building relationships with brokers, and um, that was really the strategy. And and we didn't do it with one broker. We did it with multiple brokers. And if you say, well, how hard is that? Well, you know, if you cultivate relationships, it takes time. Right, and and you do what you say you're going to do. I met with a bunch of brokers. So did my husband. I mean, we that was a that was what we felt like our, in our strengths and our skill set. We went all in on. So we were doing that, but by default. But now I look in, in in hindsight, that was actually a big piece to our kind of growth and doing what we say we're going to do. So again, wherever you are in the personality drives and you know um, perspective, where do you want to go all in and in on as you as you find deals. Um, and there's a lot of strategies, but, but, but get focused and do something and then do it well and then, you know, continue doing it. Um, uh, the other learn lesson here, uh, the fourth one, I think I'm on, I think I'm on the fourth one or the third one. <laughs> uh, I am not on the fourth one, sorry, uh, is teams. You know, I, I think so many times people try to do things alone and they struggle. And our, our growth plateaued for many years. Like we weren't growing. We were literally just like, it was like a stabilization period. Now the market crashed in 08. That didn't help. There was a lot of things that we can look back on. But I got to tell you, one of the biggest stumbling blocks was, was the lack of building out a team. And once we started to do that, and once we started to really do that, who's really good at finding deals? Who's really good at underwriting? Who's really good at um, managing projects, right? You start to really refine that magic can happen. And I, and it took us a long time to do that probably too long, but I, I, you know, again, as a learned lesson, I wish we did that earlier. I wish we started building that team out earlier. Um, but again, learn lesson. And now we don't make the same mistake as we're doing different things and new ventures, trying to get a little faster at building out the team. Um, the other thing I'd say too, is, is creative deal funding. If you're going to scale, And, and unless you're literally just sitting on millions yourself, which is super awesome, but I don't know if you'd be listening to our podcast if you were. Unless you're that person, you're going to need to get creative. Maybe you are. Maybe they are at the beach. Yeah, hey, some, I love you know, it. Sunshine and I, I love listening. it. <laughs> and you totally could be. And, I, and, and you're probably like, where do I want to passively invest, right? Where yeah. do I want to put my money? Which I love. I love you too. But really, it's about creative deal funding. And something that we learned early on was not to be afraid of equity partners. And I think 
Uh, there's a lot of ways to fund deals, but but you need to know what you don't know and then start doing the research and start slowly. And if you bring equity partners on, you need to do it right. You need to consult an attorney. I don't have time to go into all those pieces today. Probably do that another mini-sode here. But the, the, the learned lesson was not to be afraid of it and to protect people's money as though it's your own. And again, we started with one investor. We have over 200 investors, literally. And, and then we've always had that way of being is literally protecting people's money and doing what you say you're going to do. So I'm, I'm appreciative of that learned lesson. And we've always held that very um, strong in our, our business, right? We've been really trying to be a very good steward of people's money. So if that's for you in terms of creatively scaling, like literally going from two to 200, you're going to need to get creative. You're going to need to think about how do we fund these millions of dollar deals and um, how do I do it in the right way? So that, that's also a learned lesson. Last thing I have for you, and, um, and this is a theme, theme of our, uh, our, our summit is about leveling up. And I feel like as you scale and you add more units to your portfolio, and it's not that that's important or not important, but that, that's your trajectory and you wanna scale and add units to your portfolio. As you level up your portfolio, you have to level up yourself. Because if you don't level up yourself, and I mean that like inside and out, what, what's working for yourself, what's not working, what are your hangups, what are your, what are your strengths, what are your gaps, what are the things that you don't want anybody to know about yourself, like those kinds of things, like real things that you don't like people knowing about yourself. That if you don't work on that stuff, you're not going to come to the, you're not going to come to your business playing full out and you're not going to be able to build anything. And if you do build it, you're going to be able to, it, it, it may not work on the, on the, um, and it might be sustainable. And I feel like as we've leveled up our portfolio and we've leveled up our business, we've had to look in the mirror and level up ourselves. And sometimes it's not easy, right? I mean, looking at yourself and taking accountability and saying, God, we really effed up here. It takes, it takes honesty and it takes transparency, but I don't know any other way. And that's been a huge learned lesson because if we didn't level up uh, ourselves, we would not have been able to level up our company. So that's what I have for you. That's awesome. And I think that no matter what, smaller or bigger deals, get the lessons. So you you really like update your, your scope of work and everything, your processes, so you can get better as you go. But if you don't learn the lessons, if you just think that things happen to you and you're a victim of it, you're not going to grow, yeah. and grow your business and grow yourself. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And it keeps on happening, right? The things that don't work for us, follow us. We're like, wow, that happened again. We, well, yeah, you haven't <laughs> figured it out. Exactly. So with that, please take one thing that you got from our uh, time together and hopefully, hopefully this was helpful for you and, you know, make, make a goal of taking one action and make it, you know, make it in the next few days. And thank you so much for being on this journey with us. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, Go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.